What's good, you guys? Welcome to my show. I'm Johan Francis, CSCS. This right here, it's Ego Killer. It's on this show where we talk all the moves you need to be making inside the gym so that you can live, move, and triumph better outside in life when it really, really matters. It's my hope that every time we talk, when we're here on the show and you guys are listening in, that you can take a little bit of something and apply it to your daily life right away so that you can get the biggest gains for the day, month, week, whatever you've plotted out in front of you. It starts today. Maybe you've been thinking about some kind of change that's supposed to happen, and you've been projecting that change for a really long time. The beautiful thing about change is the shift happens the minute you accept the journey. Once you accept the journey, once you accept the catalyst, everything after that point, if you make it real, if you make it real, things start to shift immediately. Of course, it's romantic to talk about it, but it's even harder to perform. And that's because a lot of us are kind of in a space and we as humans get locked into a space where just flicking that light switch on and accepting the beats of a different type of lifestyle or change is very challenging for a number of reasons. We don't accept it. You know, we're not really in the space where we're looking to shift everything. We don't want to rock the boat or make things uncomfortable. All these things happen. But I want you guys to think as we talk today or you guys listen and I talk, I guess, about what you've been wanting to change in your life um, from a motivational aspect and how you challenge that when you're inside the gym, getting your work in, how that becomes part and parcel of who you are as a competitor, as someone who wants to succeed and get better. All right. I want you guys to think about what's blocking you so much doesn't have to be super serious about what's stopping you i want you to think about the roadblocks you know that are inherently thrown up your way and get to a place where that change is going to happen all right sorry for the volume there i was trying to shift it around a little bit but get to a place where that change is going to happen that's where you guys stay that's where your wheelhouse is um and think about and think and accept kind of the fact that after today, after the, you make that decision to shift onto the next, that it's all going to happen. And the beautiful part about change is like you look back on the moment that you decided to shift and you could actually mark that day on the calendar. Maybe if it's the time of day, maybe it's, you know, for me, I remember when I decided to stop smoking a bunch of cigarettes. I remember the day. <laughs> You know, you can look back on that and see how much progress you made. And there's nothing better than that, you know. When we do this thing, and hopefully I become a part of that for you guys, at least in a very small percentage, when we start to look back and go forward, actually, into whatever it is we're trying to shift, hopefully, hopefully, you've called on your army. That's right. You might need a team to do it, and I want to be part of of the team for you guys, at least in the fact that I use my voice or provide you guys with some type of like clandestine nuggets of information, you know, some arcane sensibility that you apply forward that you don't got to tell anybody about, but you know it, I know it, it helps you, but I want to be part of your team. Well, hopefully you already have recruited a team because I know deeply, implicitly that Hey, the life of a lone wolf is a little bit tougher to go by when you're trying to change your fitness life, your physical life, and get motivated. We need to incorporate T. 
team. Now the good news about incorporating a team, even if you're a lone wolf, is or someone that is more easily or doesn't adhere to the sensibility of team. The good news is you don't have to tell a whole lot of people. All you got to do is tell one other person or task one other person that you're really close to with making you a little bit more accountable. That's when you go into the gym and you start hiring coaches. That's when you can hire other professionals to help you out on that status. But look, if you're a lone wolf in, lone wolf in this, I understand how it might be. Maybe you're someone that grew up cheering for or playing sports and activities that were all about being alone, right? There's a lot of stuff. It's interesting, too, how the gym becomes a club of sometimes a lot of people who do stuff alone. I know fight gyms, fighting, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, grappling, all of that, you're competing one-on-one. But then you go and you make it a culture of other people. And so it becomes a lot of a culture of lone wolves. And I think that that's something beautiful. But there's a lot of places that inhabit similar spaces, right? If you grew up playing tennis, if you grew up doing cross country, if you came up doing golf, whatever it was, you come into these spaces where there's clubs. There's a clubs and a hierarchy where you guys can congregate together and convene as a team, a team of like-minded thinkers. Well, that like-mindedness increases your adherence and increases your tolerance for change inside the gym. It increases the change that you have uh, that you can get for physical activity. It increases it. Your tolerance for change goes up when you got people keeping you accountable. When you do a little bit of group exercise or group fitness, as they call it, right? At least in some capacity. And you get what we call satisfaction out of the endeavor. Recruit yourself a team, man. Get yourself a small band of tribal like-minded folks some folks who can keep you accountable in some direction even if it's by way of indirect side-eyeing competition maybe you glance over at the treadmill every now and again right with someone that you're cool with you seek to edge by them a little bit or you know you see someone that you know you're looking to put just a little bit more weight on the hammer strength and get after it these are actually means for us to increase the self-efficacy of our change situation inside the gym all right remember a long time ago i walked into a boxing gym and i trained with a guy um this boxer this boxer billy and it was me just walking in there cold, new, off of, you know, and I took the train up there. It was like, you know, a long train. I was like a 30-mile kind of journey. And I went up to this gym, and I met this guy, Billy, and we started to train together. And I remember not only did he train me, but he trained a bunch of guys. And he was recruiting a few boxers, you know, I guess for different levels of competition. And we'd all work together. And I remember going there. And um, of course, if you're a boxer, you know, you meet a lot of people who are very much comfortable inside of not sharing the spotlight at all, right? You're comfortable being around a lot of lone wolves in that experience inside of certain types of fight gyms. And I remember I went to this particular gym and they went out of their way to not only make me feel welcome, but 
when they had the high-level fighters and the high-level professionals come in, they made sure everybody sat around and said hi to them right quick because we were trying to boost the global energy of the gym right there. You're trying to make everybody kind of feel welcome in that space, and that's a great thing. But I'll never forget walking into this gym and just, you know, myself too, being a lone wolf, being someone, hey, look, when you have a history of walking to and from the bus stop to go to practice as a young man, carrying 25 pounds of football gear on and off the bus with muddy grass-stained football pants you kind of appreciate time alone sometimes too or you grow at least to acquiesce to it you know in other words i learned how to be a lone wolf and i learned that that wasn't the most negative thing in the world so when i you know fast forward 20 years later and here i come into another fight gym and it was interesting being kind of um collected and added to the group click dynamic i remember one of the coaches coming up to me and sharing pieces of his you know those little tiny teeny tiny little oranges and uh us uh talking chopping up about boxing a little bit and him getting his other guys they're all guys around and us chopping boxing a little bit. And then I remember some of the guys pointing in the direction of a newer pro fighter and showing us. Yeah, I remember one of them actually sat me down and said, here, you got to watch this guy. Just don't leave yet. And I missed two trains ultimately watching one of the fasted fisted fighters I've seen today in person do absolute work inside of the sparring ring and it was the most impressive thing i've ever seen today it's 130 pound dude with lightning hands it was great and i just remember being like oh so this is the feeling of having a bunch of lone wolves unite into some sort of social voltron it was great look the way that you lone wolves and we're going to talk about this today the way that you as a lone wolf can get into a space and allow other people into your bubble. And I don't mean like some kind of bubble, ominous bubble, but I mean into your inner circle, right? If you're a lone wolf, you're working out, you have your goals, maybe to burn a lot of fat or get stronger, whatever it is. I want you guys to leave every workout with a story to tell such that your body is telling the story for you of your success all right even if the story that your workouts tell other people indirectly is a short story i want you guys to work out with the mentality and a purpose with that you have a story to share with other people i talked about it before i used to love when people left feeling really sore because their friends and family around them would be like, yo, why are you so sore? Every time you sit down and get up from the table to get seconds, you groan. <laughs> why is that? And what's going to inevitably happen is that person is going to tell them the story of how many knees to chest they did hanging from that crossbar. Why did they do that? Because we could. Because we were trying to get a little bit better. Because we're trying to break through. Now, that story just spread to five, six different people. Maybe we inspire other people with that stories. Now we follow suit. Now as a lone wolf, someone that doesn't really have to recruit fully people, maybe not comfortable in that space, 
may be really adept at being singularly focused on achieving insular goals for yourself, right? You lone wolves know what I'm talking about. Look, maybe you use that and you become the exemplar of how to get after it inside the weight room. How to mash through your goals when you're hiking very long trails, when you're seeing sights that you've never seen before, when you're trying new things with your body. <clears throat> In this case, you know, being all on socials, social media can be super advantageous. I want you guys to tell a story with the way that you move, the way that you lift, all right? Because recruiting teams becomes crucial for success. I want you guys to tell a story with the way that you work out and what your body does. All right. And I think that isn't so hard for you guys to do. I think this is a pretty easy prospect for a lot of you guys to do, you know, because there have been countless, well, not countless, but there have been handfuls of times where I get to not only do I meet you, but what happens is you now become the standard barrier, standard bearer for success. And not only do I get to meet you, I get to meet your husband, your wife. I get to meet your 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 homeboy. I get to meet, you know, Bay. I get to meet whoever it is, cousins, sons, because you guys start to become the standard bearers for action. You guys start to become the exemplars of this fitness. You know, there have been plenty of times where I've met people. I remember a particular lady, right? She had not a lot of confidence when I met her and she was pretty overweight coming into the gym to work out. Over time, we started to meet, we were talking, whatever, whatever, losing weight, doing the thing. But her culture, right? I believe she was like, um, you know, like Persian. Uh, she wasn't really like developed a voice, I guess, inside of her own household. She was really overweight. Um, she's a mother. She didn't really develop her own voice. And so she would kind of being really overweight, not really have the support. I hate to say of her spouse necessarily. Right. Kind of always getting dumped on by the husband behind closed doors, not necessarily to the extent where it's like verbal abuse, but you always have that naysaying side eyeing. Which might be a tough love way of sh showing support. Look, I'm not here to judge. It is what it is. Over time, over time, and she's much older than I am. Over time, I noticed that she started to post more about her successes. Starting to post more, starting to notice on those posts, a lot of people starting to respond. Starting to notice that she now starting to do more workouts on her own outside of just our training sessions. Now recruiting other people to squat up and go work out at the park. Now getting old husband to look at her and be like, you're still active with it. Okay, okay. Actually got to meet hub hubby <laughs> once, you know, and be like... So you're the dude that was putting her down type shit. You know, 
over time, and I'm talking the course of at least, man, maybe, I don't know, four-ish years of consistent training, he, she became, she shifted the mentality of all of her family members around her into a space where they saw her doing the thing, losing weight, looking and feeling a lot better, and all that doubt that was cast on her, maybe by way of culture, but also by way of just a unhealthy skepticism that seems to exist in our culture at times in our culture at times where if you try to achieve you might get too close you know we give this we we task people with achieving but we also want to pull them down as soon as possible in this day and age i think in large order you know sometimes that happens in her experience it was definitely happening and what ended up happening at the end of the day was she became a leader and she started to tell people how to get this in, how to work out, what to eat. She started to be somebody that was teaching other people, leading by example. And that's just one person. I can't tell you guys how many times I've seen this play out over and over again. And it's mostly because of the example that you guys set. It has very little to do with what you guys are typing out on socials. It has little to do with what you guys are telling other folks to do. All of a sudden, now you're the expert on meal prepping. No, no, no. That's not it. You guys you guys are too slick for that. You're too confident in what you do for that. You guys, I know, <laughs> and the people that I've met over the years, do it by example, by showing that there is this consistency over time. And so even if you are a lone wolf, your moves are telling a story much better than you could if you were the greatest raconteur on the planet and you had the most silver tongue ever your words can't express what your actions and physical body are able to team is important teams keep you accountable i know for me personally in the business of getting a gym started or having other people come into the gym and work with us negotiating you know deals it is very much a thing where people don't want to listen to just me they don't want to pay attention to what one dude has to say and my overall thought on what my gym's supposed to look like how much financing i'm going to need what the business model looks like people don't really want to hear about that off of one dude all right but what people are highly receptive to is replacing that first person singular and making it about team. Team is what people want to hear about behind ideas. People want to know that ideas come. It's called social proof. Social proof shows that what you do is valid. Your exercising, your moves inside the gym are valid when other people become well they're valid all the time but in order to inspire others and build a team i want you not only to tell the story with your movements with your actions with how hard you're working out but it enhances proof teams inspire each other to new heights they build accountability accountability for each other but also for you having your role be changed from being the needy into somebody that is now a leader that empowerment 
There's nothing like it. People will trust your process more and more when they see that you're on with this consistency. And that's what I want for you guys. All right. Lead the way. Walk it off by telling stories with your body that show you've been over the hurdles and the barriers and you're back on the other side still doing the thing no matter what. And that's what I want for you guys. All right. So I'm going to cut it right there. Let me know what you think if you tried it out. EgoKillerShow.com. That's where you can go and fill out that form at the bottom. Let me know what we can talk about, but also how this particular move worked for you lone wolves out there. Also, hey, if you like the episode, Apple Podcasts, where you can go to rate it, helps the show out. Emailing me gets you a free gift, I promise. And until the next time, stay up. Thanks for listening. <laughs>